Welcome to Netcast, the official podcast of NIT Kurukshetra Alumni Association, where we bring you inspiring stories and insights from our accomplished alumni. Join us as we explore the journeys of our alumni, their contributions in their respective fields, and let's start learning from the experiences of the industry leaders. We are excited to have with us today Mr. Kanindra Burman, who is a well-known name in the entrepreneur world. He is the CEO and co-founder of Powerful, a lifestyle brand that has revolutionized the Indian modular kitchen industry. He is also an author, optimist, serial entrepreneur, brand consultant, and mentor. He has built several successful ventures across the hospitality and lifestyle industry and has always been passionate about helping community. His best-seller book, A Boy and a Stream, is designed to help the entrepreneur community build better brands and talks about the importance of optimism to be successful in life. We are thrilled to have him here today as he shares his experiences and insights with us. Let's give a warm welcome to Mr. Kalindra Burke. We welcome you, sir, and it's great to have you. Thank you so much, guys. I'm so happy to be here talking to you guys. I would like to like ask you about your journey, how your schooling has been, and what experiences you have gathered from college. Uh, well, uh, I hail from uh, this small city called Guwahati, which has also become very commercial now. And I did my schooling schooling from Don Bosco Guwahati, and then did my even 12 from uh, Guwahati, and then joined NIT Kurukshetra in. That time it used to be R.E.C. Gurukshetra in 1994. So batch of 1994 and I passed out in 1998 and went on to pursue my master's from uh, Vichulani in my computer science. And then I got placed uh, with huge software systems in 2000. So I was in uh, working in Gurgaon for a period of around three years. Then I had to travel to US for around six months and then my project got moved to Bangalore. I would say a very important coincidence in my life because my life actually started in Bangalore. And uh, I started my whole um, uh, journey of uh, Bangalore in 2004, beginning of 2004. And by the end of 2004 is when I decided to quit my job and start my own. So at that moment, you know, basically uh, there was no startup culture. So I went to you know, start my whole journey of being an entrepreneur. So I have been uh, all the while thinking about doing something on my own. Job was going pretty fine and uh, everything else was fine actually. But there was something in my mind that always kept me saying that, you know, you're meant to do something of your own and during that time quitting such a good job and uh, doing something of your own that also when you come from a background family background where nobody was into business before was a very big decision right so first of all you're convincing yourself that you know this is the right decision and then you're going to convince your parents that you know well I want to quit my well-going job and then start my whole life of being an entrepreneur was not so easy at that time fortunately parents were uh, there with me supporting me in whatever i was doing and uh, uh, since i come from a very uh, middle class family my dad was with the state bank of india he retired as a branch manager so values were uh, very strong and so we used to discuss our decisions in the family and then take those decisions like so in 2004, towards the end of 2004, after working for four and a half years, is when I started my journey of being an entrepreneur with a restaurant called The Village in Bangalore, which was serving North Indian food. And it was a restaurant of 120 covers, so decent sized restaurant. I started this venture with my partner, Pankaj Bhatia, who also, was also working with me in huge software systems. So both of us decided to start this venture and uh, we didn't quit our jobs when we started the venture, okay? Because we just wanted to be sure that, you know, we just start first and then see how it goes and then decide, right? Playing it a little safe at that moment. But the important point over here is that 
which I would like to share with the aspiring entrepreneurs is that those moments of life are extremely important. So I had the opportunity in front of me to fulfill my dream of becoming an entrepreneur, right? At the same time, I had a heap of scare behind me, pulling me back, telling me that, you know, you don't have enough money to start this project. You are not from a business background. You have a lovely job. You're very well paid. Way back in 2004, I had a salary of one and a half lakh per month, right? Which was extremely good salary, right? So all these things, you know, trying to counter act with my thought of becoming an entrepreneur. But at that point, what I thought was extremely important. What I thought was that, see today, all this while I had a dream of becoming an entrepreneur. Today I have the opportunity. If I don't take this step today, I would never be able to take this step ever in my life. And when I'm on my deathbed, I will not even be able to you know, tell myself that I had a chance, I didn't take it. If I take this step, try and fail, I'm still okay because you know I'll be able to convince myself that I had a dream. I tried fulfilling my dream. I failed in my dream and I got back to software again and coding today, it's okay. It'll take me back two years. That's all, no worst case. I said, the thing is over. Let's do it. So me and Pankaj, we started this job, uh, this whole venture. Honestly, we didn't have enough money. The venture was, uh, I'm giving you guys details so that you, know, you, you can share whatever you want to share. So the venture was, uh, uh, you know, the financial model was coming to around 35 lakhs to set up the restaurant. And I just returned from US and I was not a big saver. I used to spend all my money during this time. A lot of friends used to stay in my house. So I barely had two lakhs in my account. Pankaj barely had two lakhs in his account. Then we took personal loan of 10, 10 lakhs each. So we did 24 lakhs. And since um, we were well, we're in well-played jobs, we had a lot of credit cards. So we swiped our credit card, somehow managed to reach to 35 lakhs, complete the, pro- the whole project of restaurant. And then uh, we started the restaurant and gave 200% to that whole place. And eventually quit the jobs very soon. Okay. So this was, this job, uh, this restaurant started in Feb 2005. And then it did so well that, you know, we were able to, we were able to open a uh, club in uh, December 2005, which was called The Beach. And till today, you know, it was one of the most popular nightclubs in Bangalore. Very popular, did extremely well. And from then onwards, the financial part was pretty easy because, you know, both the restaurants were doing well and we had enough of money to expand ourselves. We opened spas, we opened more restaurants. So over a period of 15, 16 years, we did around 22 projects across restaurants, nightclubs, lounges, spas, and a boutique hotel. But but while doing all these things from 2004 to 2012, we realized that, you know, we were working from morning till two, three in the night because when you're running nightclubs and lounge bars, it's pretty late and then, you know, reach home late. And that balance of family and work was not going well actually you know though i have a lovely supporting wife she always supports me in everything but so uh, we thought you know we were young and we were very energetic at that time and this i was i was probably 27 when i started my first business and um, now is the time when we need to think about creating a brand which is more long term which is more legendary okay that's when in 2012 we started researching on what kind of product can be created as a brand in our country. See, the strength of ours was that we understood branding. We understood how to create brands because all our, you know, nightclubs and places were pretty well-known places. And while doing this research, we realized that, you know, modular kitchen industry is one of the fastest growing industry in the country way back in 2012. It is, it still is. 
and uh, people are just getting to know about it and still there are not too many people uh, who, who are there in the market and not an easy product to create a brand so we had this belief of you know creating something that should be the best in the country the thought process started from that very basic simple line of we have to be the best in the country otherwise nahi karenge isko hum log so there was something inside of us that was selling us you know we would be able to create that kind of brand and at this point i would like to you know uh, point out a very important point for the people who are you know intending to start their own journey of being an entrepreneur is that you know let me give a small casual uh, i would say example that if you're sitting probably in a restaurant or a bar in india and two three friends are sitting and one friend is planning to start something of his own how does the conversation go this guy is going to tell tell his friend that you know i'm trying to start a business of my own main kuch apna business start karna cha raha hu aise bolte hai na wo normally that's the format of discussion right ki main apna kuch karna chahta hu discussion um main ek business start karna chahta hu apna but the same discussion if you take it to us or germany or japan the discussion would be like you know hey, listen i'm uh, planning to launch a brand of my own so there's a big difference main apna ek business khola chahta hu ye karna chahta hu sorry my hindi is not so great but still uh, and the other guy telling that you know i want to start my own brand i will launch my own brand this is a mindset difference and that mindset is still not there where it should be in our country yet and we felt that you know since we come from this mindset it is to our advantage because the competition will be lesser for you people understanding branding will be lesser for you so it will be easy for you to you know pass through them and create a brand of yourself right so anybody who's starting planning to start your own uh, venture please start with the mindset of creating a brand everything should revolve around the brand then the rest you're not creating a business over here right eventually it's a brand that counts otherwise you don't exist anywhere if us is the biggest economy you have apple microsoft google facebook everybody contributing to the economy you know if apple's economy is alone equivalent to our indian country's economy right so anyways yeah and that's how we started worful um, we started working on the concept of creating worful worful deals with modular kitchens and wardrobes Uh, predominantly we also do cabinetries like tv units vanities and all so what was different about worful at this point you also should know one thing which i also mentioned in my book very importantly is that whenever you are creating a brand you should ask yourself one question first of all is this particular service or product existing it might exist right or it may not exist if it is if you're not it is not existing service or a product <coughs> then you're in a better space because it's something very new right you need to ask yourself is my product or my service creating a difference to the social ecosystem like for example uber came they completely changed the way people started using taxi right so it created the whole difference to the whole social ecosystem right then your airbnb came it disrupted the hotel industry right then you have a make my trips it it changed the way of booking tickets you have amazon's flipkart changed the way of marketing so all these people changed the way of the social ecosystem and it made a difference to the social ecosystem and got ease and comfort to people's life that's why they were extremely successful right then at the same time you have apple who were doing 
products which other people were also doing right now what did apple do so well that they became such such a big company most valuable company in the world brand in the world so for existing product they represented themselves in a very different way and created a completely new sense of product of the same product right so the same was with us so we wanted to understand what exactly is the difference worful would make to the indian uh, community right so that was a big question that was in our mind and to search the answer for this we spent close to one year so we did a research and we realized that you know in india there were two kinds of modular kitchen suppliers one of them were all the european brands were pretty established across 50 60 countries in the world they were also present in the metros of our country like delhi bombay bangalore and other places right and the other segment of people were the indian manufacturer now the european guys comes with very high quality products but at the same time they come with a very high ticket price at that time in 2012 they were priced at starting from 7 8 lakhs i'm talking about 2012 but the indian guys were extremely price sensitive because it was in our mindset that you know sasta hona chahiye bikne ke liye sasta nahi hoga to nahi bikega so there's a very hard coded indian mentality right okay don't get me wrong i'm i'm a very patriotic guy otherwise i was in us i came i came running back to my country thought ki do karna hai apna india mein karna kind of thing so that mindset was prevailing in our industry also in modular kitchen also so we took advantage of that so we thought there's a big void between quality and a good price product so worful fills up this void in our country so we import each and every component of our kitchens and wardrobes and everything from europe from the same guys who are supplying to the top 3 brands in the world and then we worked on the pricing so that we can compete with the indian brands with pricing we are slightly higher than them but still we compete with them in, in pricing term so this was a magic formula that came to us and the whole purpose of the brand was to deliver european kitchens and wardrobes to indian homes at a great price so that was the problem statement that we were trying to solve problem statement was we were not getting european products in india at a good price and the indian products were at good price but quality is not up to mark so worful is was trying to solve that problem and this was a purpose so we had a very exclusive niche statement why we were existing So, so like you just said ki uh, that you import the product from europe yes so uh, like today do we have that much uh, kind of technology that we can produce the same quality of products in india itself no not like, re- is this possible not really not yet because the biggest hurdle is that india doesn't have a certification body in wood industry there is no body that certifies what is the quality of this wood what is the level of uh, formaldehyde that is being released by this particular board there is no body for that and worful you know from the beginning we had very big visions and we wanted to be a responsible brand so when we started in 2012 itself we thought no matter what every board has to be eco friendly number one which india doesn't have any certification point number 2 every board has to be healthy to the customers now it's very funny when you say i'm selling healthy kitchens it sounds very funny right <laughs> kitchen healthy kitchen kaise healthy ho sakte right so there just for your knowledge there is a norm in across the globe like europe us everywhere where ev well if you walk into a new site you would feel that your eyes are tearing and there's a pungent smell तो वहाँ रहना मुश्किल हो जाता है सो डेट्स अ डिलीज ऑफ फॉर्मेलिटी हाइट दैट द बोर्ड्स आर डूइंग एंड द पेंट इज डूइंग सो दैट इज नॉट कंट्रोल इन आवर कंट्री एंड इट इज एक्सट्रीमली हार्मफुल टू आवर बॉडी 
to the level that it eats caseiness for us right so we're very careful about all these things from day one we ensured that the boards were under the norms of the european uh, uh, norms and our boards should be exportable to any part of the world which means that you know you are producing healthy kitchen you are producing healthy wardrobe you are producing eco friendly products <coughs> so sustainability has been considered so all those things uh, were so important for us so at this moment uh, i would not say that you know you can you know make worthful do what we are doing from indian sourcing we can't at this moment when the day will come that you know all these things are in place in our country itself probably will shift at this moment we can't no not yet we haven't gone global yet because you know this kind of if you see we launched worthful in 2015 and it is just a seven and a half year old brand it's seven and a half year for a brand is absolutely nothing it's like a baby you know but fortunately yeah. we, we we did well india accepted us with open hands today we have 48 showrooms across the country which is the biggest by any brand you know uh, and then we have uh, been awarded the best model kitchen for last 6 years so <coughs> those consistencies have been existing and over the time the brand products have stabilized standardized so you need to be at extreme level of standardization to go out of the country because a product goes out of the country you cannot say that you know ye thoda sa problem tha kyunki ye karna bhul gaye hum log you cannot say all those things right in india you can still they do away with it chalo theek hai if this problem was i'm sending you one more panel no problem you just take care of it i'm not one i'm not worried about the money part when the brand comes right so you have to be extremely categorizedly process oriented and uh, standardized when you're going out of the country so now that is the time now so the brand over the 7 years have evolved not not in terms of the product quality but also in terms of the processes technology and standardization and from next year we would start our expansion out of country चाहिए Unless and until people comes up. Now somebody in one of the interview, somebody asked me, "Customer is the god. What is your take on that?" I said, "You know, I was not prepared for a question, though. But yes, what I replied was that. Well, most of the product and services end up invariably with a interaction with the customer, right?" So it goes without saying that you have to be good in that part of your product. That your customer services or your product with the customer has to be good for sure. That's a unavoidable part of your product or service. Now, when I say the customer is a, is a god, which means that I'm killing innovations. Completely innovation is gone because I'm going to think customer ko kya chahiye? Ye chahiye, wo chahiye, ye chahiye, chal us hisab se hum banate hain. which is not the right approach if the bigger brands like apple and would have thought like that today we would not be here where technology has reached customer you have to show them the better part the things that they wouldn't even vision about think about then only they'll buy from you right exactly. so yeah so when you show them better than what is existing that's when they buy and they do buy they do buy so the mindset starts from the brands thinking that खर्चा नहीं करेंगे पैसा नहीं करेंगे ऐसा नहीं है इफ यू सी द लग्जरी रियल स्टेट अवर कंट्री हैज ग्रोन लाइक मैड इन लास्ट टू इयर्स राइट पीपल आर नॉट जस्ट बाइंग होम्स दे आर बाइंग लग्जरी होम्स सो सेम विथ वर्फल एंड 
advantage is that we don't have competition and we have very niche positioning and we cater to that luxury segment the premium segment and when we speak about it how you are different you'll be able to push your product when i say at a personal level you can speak to people your references of the people whom you for whom you have worked for and then how you communicate the brand to the people all these things put together creates the right target audience for you and you keep hammering yourself in that target audience don't think about selling every kitchen in the country should be mine no that's the wrong approach many times we when we start a business we think that you know har ek client jo samne dikhta hai sab mera client hai that's not the truth there's a very small segment of that crowd that belongs to your product so if you don't focus and if you don't have a understanding of that product target group you will spend a lot of money doing additional marketing time reaching out to the wrong people so eventually your brand is going to suffer so before even launching your brand you should be extremely knowledgeable and thorough about this is my targeted group and these are the people to whom i'll focus so we were very clear about it and we kept focusing on that and then we could break through into them easier since we are a bootstrap company we didn't have any investors on board we had to be extremely careful about every single penny of money we are spending on marketing so we did our research well and narrowed down our marketing uh, goals our targeted group and did the best possible and with time with references and the product speaks right both of products are pretty nice actually so that helped us so like you have written a book boy and the streams is the best seller in market so like how has it helped entrepreneur community to build better brands uh well uh see i as when i started my whole journey of being an entrepreneur we search out for help because we had no knowledge about business at that moment, about creating a brand nothing never seen that in a family nor in a friends nobody was there with you know doing their own brand or doing their own business we we had to burn our hands and learn things right so i realized that time that you know if i get time and opportunity to give back i would do it so that's how that's how i started my whole um, uh, mentoring sessions some 4 years back where i started mentoring people who wanted to start their own brand you know create their own brand and i do that on and off whenever i get time okay one hour of mentoring session with one person one brand i don't do more than that because it's completely free and i don't charge anything anybody to anybody that that was my give back act to the society when when you get something you should also give right so as a as an as a give back act i used to mentor people completely free of cost you know help them guide them a little bit and and let, later they only take off so when while i was doing this uh, mentoring of a lot of people i realized that you know people have such fantastic ideas such good uh, concepts in their mind but they don't really know how to channelize it or how to create a brand out of it or which thing should come first what is more important what is not important so that led me to write this book. i'm not really a writer writer you know so during the pandemic time i had you know time for myself and i decided to dedicate that time for writing a book and then release the book uh, and it did really well for quite some time and then people who have read it you know i get call from them and emails from them and i do speak to them and it's because it's not really a textbookish kind of book if you guys get the time you should read it it's more of a fiction where it's a, there's a story going around a boy who wants to you know become something in his life and then he, he meets a mentor and then that mentor teaches him how to start a brand create a brand so this whole story actually teaches you the basic i didn't go into depth because the intent was not to go into deeper into the business um, financials and business models but the basic which every entrepreneur should know before starting a business you know 
So yes, I guess also Reddit might have helped. Uh, sir, as you like uh, mentioned that uh, you are a bootstrap business, but uh, in today's era, like I have seen many businesses that are like uh, funded very well and they are making losses. So if a business can't make uh, uh, like itself profitable, then what's the point in that business? Like we really feel that uh, if the business is not profitable. then it's not even a business like what's your point on the uh, like companies which are get uh, funded very well but they are not uh, profitable like from 2 to 3 years well it's a little debatable kind of uh, topic um, since i don't belong to that uh, community of people uh, who believed in spurging money and uh, you know capturing the whole market and then looking into profits where i see the prob- probability is very less for me we are hardcore business people right so for me a business should make profit otherwise the business model is not correct it should start making profit for you ideally from the beginning itself well you might have some time given for the business to be set up and then starts rolling money starts rolling but if you don't really have those numbers which shines as positive numbers and uh, from the beginning itself for me i don't really put my hands into that kind of business you know, i had a lot of opportunities but i don't really do it it's more of a gamble for me so i believe like worful has been sustainable and has grown organically from after one and a half year after setting up a complete factory of our own we are one of the best factories in the country you know it's so well planned best machineries We have stocked up with inventories. Since the first one and a half year of Worthful, it has grown organically till now. So I would love to be a part of that that journey of a brand where you start making profit and make the company brand grow organically with the profits of the company. You know, <coughs> and that's how Worthful is bootstrap. But yes, at some point of time, you might need, even if you're profitable, you might need. money coming into the system to kind of give a nitro effect to the whole brand and make it grow 10 times 20 times more than what you at this moment but that's a different requirement itself and that's not a sustainable requirement that's a requirement of boosting yourself right so um, i would not commend against all all the other people who are not making profits but i believe in uh, putting my hands in the business where there has to be business profit formula otherwise no i don't get into it. Yeah, so can you share like some of the key lessons that you learned during your entrepreneurial journey, and how they helped your brand grow forward to be a great success in the market? Well, I can share with you a few of the brand values that we share for Worthful. Most importantly, is uh, ethics. You know, ethics is the core of our business in Worthful. It's very difficult to find ethics in our country also because you know. I am sure you have heard about this term hook or crook. We have to do this by hook or by crook. So I don't believe in that actually. There's no crook in a business. Everything has to be by hook. So ethics have been the have been the core of Worthful, and uh, what we have done is with a lot of transparency, with a lot of integrity, which kind of. made a community of worthful a family of worthful everybody started trusting the brand because when it's a brand it's not a business identity people think brand is a business identity no it's not brand is a promise you know the brand is a trust element like if you're buying nike shoes you're nike buying nike shoes because you trust the quality of that brand right so it's not just the business entity it's not just a name you know it's much beyond that it's a promise that the brand comes as a whole you know so because of the level of ethics that we practice in our businesses we were able to create that kind of ecosystem around us which helped the brand to be what we are today because you know i'm not trying to brag but i'm i feel very motivated about the fact that you know no premium kitchen brand in the history of it the modular kitchen industry in our country could achieve so many you know studios in our country like 48 studios 
for a small business brand it's easier but for a premium business brand it's not easy for, in our country because we hardly have few premium cities right but it could happen only because of the fact that the routes were very transparent and very it was you know filled with integrity and ethics that is number 1 number 2 which i would say is that the culture the culture of your brand is extremely important which actually goes unnoticed when you start a brand like if you come to the virtual office you would feel that you have come back to a college you know there's so much of fun there's so much of uh, you know laughter around and there's so much of freedom which actually brings in lot of responsibility to every single person who's there at workful means behind the mind what comes to you is that you know yaar yahan pe itna freedom hai itna sab kuch bhar gaya hai mera responsibility mera best hai so it has gone to that level that you know it's self the ecosystem is such that you know everybody's sense of responsibility self created nobody has to tell them that you know you have to be responsible you have to do this to do that yes there are cares care is being defined for every role but the sense of responsibility the sense of belonging to the brand comes out of the culture and if if somebody if you don't belong to a brand honestly speaking you would not be able to give a 100% and <coughs> i tell my team you know to be an entrepreneur you don't have to start a business or you don't have to start a brand you can be an entrepreneur wherever you're working as well entrepreneur is not about investing money it is about creating opportunities and taking it to the next level that you can do it as an as an as an employee also right the moment you start doing that your journey of being an entrepreneur has started you know so yeah so we should start thinking on those lines so i would say ethics and the culture of the brand and sticking to what we decided the brand philosophies has helped us a lot don't go here and there too much it might take a little longer time but you need to stick believe in yourself and keep doing the things again and again these are the top of the line uh, that comes to my mind you know so like i believe your college experience has been great so i'll ask you a very interesting question how are the professors uh honestly speaking you know i had a fortunately i had a very good group of friends and there was a lot of i didn't stick to my state i don't know now how it is in our time it used to be state wise okay there will be quotas from every state and you know you you normally stick around with your state mates only right i used to be very versatile and i used to be very easy going with other friends you know so my best friend was from i was from assam my best friend was from goa and himachal so in the first and second year we three were roommates and people with a little broader sense of mind which helped me also which helped we could you know kind of influence each other and grew as professional but the uh, we didn't really study in the college much you know <laughs> I, i never got a back that's a different thing but we didn't really study pl pls were the only time when i used to be very serious about studies and give the exam and out of it you know so learning was uh, not so uh, i would say not the best honestly we were not trying to grip but yeah professor very friendly they're very friendly and they're very supportive till now also you know i speak to them and uh, uh, but uh, the re- real learning happened only at work i would say not even at work when i started doing my own business you know that's when my real learning of life happened so uh, neither in uh, here or in uh, witsvilani or in my work yes in work i i learned discipline how to be disciplined how to meet deadlines how to be on eta's you know those things i learned at work 
so well yes uh, a diplomatic answer but uh, it was mixed but we had fun we had a lot of fun yeah. so what was the culture back then in college like have you visited college recently yes yes i was there for the campus interview 2 years back mm-hmm. yeah we like, had what is the change in culture that you noticed uh, i was not there for long but i guess the uh, the intermingling of uh, girls and boys has got better in our times you guys would be surprised that where apollo was girls were not allowed to come there they could come only to the corridors of uh, the e block and m block the those corridors beyond that this side they would never come i mean there's no policies that you shouldn't you shouldn't come but they couldn't come because the culture was like that so it was uh, not so great for the girls i would say i had a lot of friends who were from the girls hostel you know all of us and we didn't really like that part but now i see that you know things have uh, got much better i guess i could see people traveling everybody traveling everywhere you know so the freedom i would say freedom to leave was better <laughs> because during that time yeah. I would say that there's no freedom to leave also. So, yes, I guess there's a big difference at this moment. Okay. So, like you mentioned ki college mein you didn't study much. Hum log bhi nahi padhte hain. So, what is that one skill that has helped you in your lifetime? Matlab work for maybe helped kiya in your job, in everything that you did. I was the best all-rounder of my batch actually. 1994 batch I was the best all-rounder. And that which means that i have been doing everything at college fortunately i didn't get any back which was a disqualifier for a best all rounder i don't know whether you guys know or not if you get a back means you are disqualified from best all rounder yeah. and then um i was in sports because i was a national table tennis player so i was very strong in sports i used to be part of the social uh, events all the time all the time you know very strongly into it so being a part of so many things helped me to grow as my personality if today i am here where i am is because i am fearless i i was a software engineer getting a good salary i was not scared to leave that job and start my own business of a restaurant then when I, at the age of 27 i was so young in a place of like bangalore where i don't belong to i opened a nightclub which is a not the easiest sort of business to start i'm sure all of you know how a nightclub runs you know then we opened four five more nightclubs we had a series of spas we had a boutique hotel and then we dared to come into this whole new industry of modular kitchen which had we had no experience so this can happen only when your mindset is fearless you you want i never thought that we are a business to maine kiya hi nahi kabhi kuch malum hi nahi hai kaisa hoga no I was sure about the fact that this is what I'm going to learn. But the things should be in place. So what I learned out of all those time in college was being fearless, you know, being socialist, which is so important for you to be a successful entrepreneur, you know. And uh, that's about it, I guess. Fearless was is the key word I would take. It's very rightly said, sir. entrepreneurship is a is a package actually it's a package where you need to develop yourself in multiple ways if i have to you know start my own college of entrepreneurship where i teach students how to be entrepreneurs i would start the day with a good day early at 5:36 with a meditation with you know heading to the gym going for a run it is about a complete human development 
it, it you cannot just learn just like that you know you have to develop yourself as a good human being first of all a complete human being who tries to maintain a good lifestyle when i say lifestyle it means you know getting up early in the morning meditating you're doing exercises jogging you know meeting the right kind of people talking positive talks keeping the negatives away even if it's a friend a guy who some somebody is very negative he's out of your life you don't even interact with him because you don't have space for that your life is so small and you you have to learn every single day right like just think about it if you develop a good habit every single day and you give away a bad habit every single day at one point of time you would become an atom bomb you know you become a super human being and you per- pursue those practices so it's about practices and discipline and when you get these things in place first then start about your business ideas you can talk to your reliable people friends do a research on how the product would be on what you are trying because now things will get tougher and tougher because there are already many products available in the market people are already doing it india is already reaching the peak of being entrepreneurial you know everybody which is very nice and collaborate with the right energy right vibe right strength right strength ka matlab ye hai ki agar aap technically acche ho collaborate with a guy who is financially strong so that that person makes up for your uh, weakness you know collaborate with a guy who is strong in marketing and branding so you are technical guy there is a marketing marketing guy sales guy there is a financial guy all three of you get together and don't just collaborate because you're friends so so the right collaboration the right approach and you know creating a good human being out of yourself are the basic to start off for being an entrepreneur you know sachai mein biswas rakho there's a lot of power in truth and ethics believe in that don't try to you know find shortcuts to grow in life money is not the ultimatum ultimately everybody wants to be happy only right people think money makes you happy but ultimatum is being happy so don't bother about money if you if if you do your things rightly money will come to you don't be driven by money that your brand goes somewhere else itself yes so i hope so <laughs> फोन कॉल्स वेरी लिमिटेड बट ओके अर्ली बर्ड और नाइट आउट नाउ नाउ अर्ली बर्ड हैव अ लॉट ऑफ फ्रेंड्स और अ फ्यू बेस्ट वंस वेरी फ्यू बेस्ट वंस ओके कुक एट होम और ईट आउट होम एनी डे ओके स्पॉन्टेनियस और प्लानिंग well it's a mix actually difficult to say in once i have been very spontaneous on a decision whenever i get the vibe i do it but you have to then you have to plan through it but you keep planning yeah. you keep planning you'll never become yeah. to a decision so the spontaneous thing has to be also there it's insightful answer well pen and paper or digital notes pen and paper i still do okay. that camping Even I I I do carry my diary all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know I can't help that. I need the pen. Actually, I don't need a pen. I need a pencil and a paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Camping or luxury hotel? Uh, in between actually. I don't do luxury hotels. I don't do camping also. I do in between. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 
मेंटल स्ट्रेंथ बिकॉज दैट विल इवेंचुअली एनवे गेट फिजिकल स्ट्रेंथ टू यू How do you learn things like by watching or by doing? Reading, first reading, and uh, then uh, watching the relevant videos, okay, and then uh, discussing with the right circle of people. Well first of all thank you for you know having me in your podcast you know I, I just hope that you know somebody is benefited out of my story you know and I would be more than happy to you know kind of help anybody from our college at any point of time for any advice I'd be always I might take a little time but I'll be definitely um, be more than happy to help and um, my advice would be that you know focus on being a good human being rest everything will fall in place don't be too stressed about success in life you know uh, success defining success is very difficult eventually at one point of time you'll realize that you know uh, this success this money and everything is not so important your balance of life happiness is more important so don't be stressed out because of success in your own format even if it's in small format you're doing well and you're happy that's more important you know so thank you sir for for sharing your incredible journey and insights with us today your story of entrepreneurship resilience and the pursuit of creating better brands is truly inspiring we look forward to witnessing your continuous success and the positive influence that you have undoubtedly have on the countless entrepreneurs and brands well it was a wonderful experience to hear your valuable insights and i'm glad that our conversation was so engaging i hope that uh, it will be valuable to our listeners as well and they will be able to take out some key learnings from our discussion once again i thank you for taking out time to be a part of it and it's truly an honor for me to host the show thank you so much listeners for tuning up with us and if you find it valuable do share it with your friends and also with people that you think will be benefited stay tuned we'll be shortly back with another another episode and with that final thought i'll leave you to ponder the depths of what we have discussed today